Well, you know, the big game coming up this weekend, not the only thing that a lot of people are looking at, maybe uh, hedging some bets on Wall Street investors also uh, kind of weighing in taking some bets on uh, some potential upcoming presidential runs. We're joined by national correspondent Aaron Rial with this. And Aaron, who is Wall Street bullish on as far as a uh, potential candidate? Yes, so this is an interesting one because DeSantis hasn't even declared his candidacy for president. He is the Florida governor, and he is likely going to go up against Donald Trump, the former president, who is the only Republican candidate to yet declare his candidacy for 2024. But there is a Wall Street marketing firm, Strategus Research Partners, that has already made a basket of winner and loser companies based on a DeSantis presidency. And it's kind of what you would expect, but I'll start with the losers real fast. So DeSantis has famously feuded with Disney over its attacks against a state law that bans teaching sex education to toddlers. Disney, squarely in the loser box. Also, any company that adheres to woke corporate policies, companies that require vaccine mandates, so vaccine makers are on the loser list, those with substantial operations in China, and those that embrace this so-called environmental societal, excuse me, environmental social governance. It's an acronym ESG. It's an investment policy, and it, it aims to reduce the carbon footprint of an asset manager's portfolio companies that they hold in their portfolio. And it also has other pretty progressive political stances. So BlackRock is a, it's the world's largest asset manager. They adhere to this ESG investment policy. And DeSantis pulled $2 billion of state money from the firm because of this. You also have uh, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon has publicly criticized ESG as a model for investing governance. And, and he is actually on the winner list, J.P. Morgan, as a result for DeSantis' uh, candidacies. But then to round out the losers, it's Amazon, Apple, Meta, basically big tech. They think that they stifle conservative speech. And then drug makers, Pfizer and Moderna. I got to admit, a lot of that, I I, I guess, other than basically laying out, you know, uh, likes and dislikes for people who uh, believe in, in one particular uh, political belief, I, I'm not sure that has much impact on us. But, but the one that I am concerned about is Disney, because all of us uh, in Colorado and around the world love to take the kids to Disney. So does this mean DeSantis now has the ability to shut down Disney World? No, he does not. And and we all we have to remember when investing Disney is a massive conglomerate that actually is a media company as well. They own ABC, ABC News. So it's a lot more. It's just how the company will perform. He can take away their special tax status, um, which has been, you know, something that has been floated and, and kind of almost came to fruition completely. But uh, no, he cannot shut down Disney, you know, short of any sort of, you know, really, really wrongdoing of the company. Uh, In terms of winners, it's kind of what you would expect from any Republican presidency, which was interesting. So some of the winner companies, they're they're generally companies that deal in the energy sector, border security, defense. For defense manufacturers, they're bullish on Lockheed Martin, Raytheon Technology under DeSantis' presidency because they think he's going to increase the defense budget. And then energy company ConocoPhillips, that's also a winner because of the Florida governor's support of drilling for fossil fuels and natural gas, J.P. Morgan, Winterlist, and then another company called Core Civic. That's a company that owns and manages private prisons. They think that the business could really expand because 
DeSantis focuses on policies that secure the southern border, and they think that this company could really benefit from that. And then SoFi Technologies, they make money processing for student loans, and they think that he'd likely end Biden's student loan forgiveness program. So that means that more fees for processing those loans, that would put that company on the winner list as well. Very interesting. And uh, real quick, uh, another big economic headline that I know uh, a lot of people are also impacted by, but there could be some relief coming, especially when it comes to egg prices. Yes, eggs falling in price. Yay. So they're down to $2.61 a dozen as of Monday. That is a 52% decrease from the peak of $5.43 in December. I don't know where someone was buying eggs for under six bucks. They couldn't find them anywhere by me. But overall, it's a 47% decrease from the beginning of 2023. This is a good thing. And a lot of people were saying, oh, is this the egg cartel? Why are prices so high? This is preposterous. It wasn't that nefarious. It was actually just the avian flu. It was the worst bird flu outbreak in U.S. history. It killed over 58 million birds across 47 states. And typically, when a case of bird flu is detected, the farmers have to cull their entire flock as a precaution. And it takes months from the time they kill all these birds to them producing and selling eggs again. Meanwhile, the buyers have to find different suppliers. This is a dynamic that we saw play out across the board with these egg prices, but they're coming down. That's a good thing. But just um, know that in the weeks preceding Easter, which is on April 9th this year, they tend to take a bump back up. So they're going in the right direction and barring any new avian flu outbreak, which isn't completely impossible because it's migration season for birds. But aside from that, they think that egg prices are going to continue to fall. Well, very interesting to see exactly uh, how uh, that'll all play out. Aaron, we appreciate those updates. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.